0: ask me the questions and we'll just, you know, no question is, yeah, I'd rather answer your questions than, you know, kind of pretend. We should do the good.
1: I feel like Anil's going to be the most relaxed of all of us. So, you know, we should just get going. All right. <laughs> I'm Todd Lyons. I'm Natalie Crandall.
2: And I'm Anil Aurora. And this is the Innovate On Demand podcast. was a career employee of Statistics Canada reaching the post of assistant chief statistician before moving to management positions in Natural Resources Canada and later Health Canada. Then, in September 2016, he was appointed chief statistician of Canada. We're fortunate to have him here in the studio today as our guest. Welcome, Anil. Thank you very much. Thanks it's a pleasure for to be with you.
1: This is very exciting. We have uh, quite a few questions prepared for you. I'm just joking. We don't have any questions <laughs> prepared for you. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. wow. No, Unscripted we're at the it. end of the program, <laughs>
0: then? Is that it?
1: <laughs> we're here to talk a little bit about innovation, uh, transformation, these things in the public service. Yeah. And I guess my, my first question that I would ask of you is, so you are heading up Statistics Canada right now? an organization which I think probably traditionally has done things in a similar fashion for a long time. Uh, and what it certainly appears from the outside that you guys are moving and shaking at an incredible rate uh, right now. So maybe you could talk to us a little bit about what does that transformation look like and maybe what are some of the major obstacles and opportunities to do this kind of work in the public service?
0: Well, thank you. I mean, uh, there's a lot there in that question. Um So first of all, let me dispel any myth that, uh you know, when you think about stati- statisticians or Statistics Canada, that, you know, they're kind of set in their ways and they do certain things. Yes, there's no question there's a rigor, you know, that any kind of framework within which then you, you know, have a definition and you have to stick to it has some rigor built into it. But let me tell you the reason why Statistics Canada you know, um, has been chosen by The Economist as the best statistical agency in the world a couple of times. Uh, you know, why we're invited to be heading up pretty well every kind of major initiative in the statistical world is because we are innovative, um, because we, actually kind of take some risks, intelligent risks. And um, what people might not know um, uh, about is, you know, we were the first in the world or the second in the world, I think it was, to adopt the system of national accounts. Um, you know, the, my sort of predecessor's predecessor's predecessor was the first person to be, you know, uh, chairing the United Nations Statistical Commission because we believed, Canada believed in, you know, making sure that the, the language of, if you like, trade and, you know, population growth and demographics and so on, you know, were really reflective of our values as Canadians. And so, you know, we're the first ones to actually use some of those very, very complicated machines that do those very complicated uh, calculations in the world. Um, you know, we were, you know, I was privileged to be involved with the first census. You know, that had an online response and, you know, people were like, what do you, what is this online thing? You know, the internet had just kind of, you know, just was starting to take hold. And uh, we built, you know, integrated systems where people could respond whichever way and uh, you'd be able to keep track of it for an entire country, you mm-hmm. know, and think about that. So, you know, last census. We got uh, you know seventy uh, percent of Canadians, nearly just under sixty eight point nine percent, to be precise, as a statistician, <laughs> um, that um, you know responded to the census online. That doesn't happen because you know you kind of sit back and relax. So you know I I would say we're always building on a culture of uh, of innovation. And so to your question about you know transformation, so what you know how do you take it to that next level? And so that's where you know I, I think it takes an organization, good leaderships, a little bit of resource but it has this desire of an organization to give more to Canadians um, and to be more present in an, uh, you know, so when you think about society today, you know, everybody's a data producer, you know, and anybody can produce something and put it on the, on the web. And tomorrow, guess what? It's taken as fact. Well, Statistics Canada wants to make sure that when Canadians, whether it's businesses, policymakers, you name it, when they use good information, we want to make sure it comes from an credible source we want people to know the limitations and strengths of the data um and the analysis and that's what we want to do we want to make sure that people are 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 using good information to make decisions about you know their loved ones you know their businesses yeah. because we think that that's going to make a better canada
1: that's very interesting so the world of that in that data world has changed so significantly in that we have so much data now so how, how do we do that? How, how do we take that? I guess, how do you guys take that yeah. leadership role in, in how we, we do that, that best stewardship of that data and, yeah. and how do we find and figure well, out our data?
0: You know, first of all, let me, let me just say, you know, 90% of the data that we have today was just created in the last two years. And if you go back right. two years, 90% of that was only created in the two years precedent, uh, you know, preceding that. And, when you think about the number of devices, sensors that are being placed in, you know, whether it's cars and under bridges and, you know, your 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 Fitbits and you know other sort of devices and so on, data are just about to explode. So if you think there's a lot today, you know, just wait five years and ten years and fifteen years. Um, you know, routinely now I see, you know, you go to a restaurant, uh, you see kids you know 2 3 years old and they've got an iPad uh you know or 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 some yeah. sort of a you know smart uh device and guess what uh, there's nobody teaching them no. they're just clicking and trying and you know doing things so on the one hand you're going to see data just completely you know just just overwhelm us and it already is doing that yeah. by the way and you see a next generation that only knows how to do data and digital and they have expectations that everything's going to be data and digital That combination, if you like, of increased expectations and the data uh, is just yearning uh, for us as a society to say, how do we get better at it? Um, How do we do it responsibly? How do we do it in ways that there's quality baked into it, Mm -hmm. that we're not uh, being duped by biases in our data sources? And so it's yearning for expertise. It's yearning for infrastructure and guess what the innovation uh, that we are uh, seeing now i think we're just at the cusp of that and you're going to see new applications new ways of doing things deeper insights um and you know when you when when you think about you know so you say well, what does that all have to do with statistics canada so as organizations start to wake up to the reality okay and some are a little further along the way than than perhaps others but when you see organizations that are struggling with some of the basic things about, you know, what is metadata? What is anonymized data? What is synthetic data? What is microdata, What is aggregate data? And so on, so on, so on. You see an organization like Statistics Canada, okay, that has now been around, okay, for 101 years. And guess what we do and do it arguably better than anybody else in the world. We know how to manage data and we know how to do it responsibly. We know how to link things. We know how to, you know, have good governance of data. We know what data management uh looks like. We have entire divisions for things, you know, that uh organizations struggle with saying, "Well, how are we going to manage, uh, you know, data acquisition, for example?" So, this is, you know, where I think the country uh can benefit if you like from uh, an organization like ours. And that's what the public service is about, right? Being helpful. And so, yes, we know our our core business is always about Producing official statistics. uh, But our mandate to unduplicate, to actually bring harmony uh, uh, within the federal family, within other, across governments, across our society uh, is uh, absolutely aligned to being helpful in uh, uh, being able to uh, uh, help organizations get better insights. Unlock the value that's hidden in their in, in their in their data stores. And so this is the kind of information that we're putting on our website. We're doing partnerships with the school, you know, on digital academies, we're creating modules, we're creating data sets so that we as a society can get better at it, become more numerate and literate, and we can draw out the value of that data. We're, we're, we're working on developing standards on data access and data sharing so that we can have responsible use. We can, in fact, get greater insights and greater utility while mm-hmm. protecting privacy and confidentiality.
1: That's great. I've noticed that uh, a lot of people have mentioned their partnerships with Statistics Canada in the context of things we've talked about uh, even here today at the data conference. So it is certainly evident that uh, StatsCan is out there supporting a lot of the di- data science work that's happening in government. So what are some of the some of the opportunities as a as a public service you know writ large that we could kind of uh, take advantage of that how How do people well get
0: there? First of all, you know we're we're honored um to be an active part of this conference as you know, we were one of the founders yes. uh, you know in in previous years of this uh, and this is exactly what you know my vision was was that we were gonna you know kick it off, create that capacity, and we we're gonna you know hand it over to others uh and still work in partnership with them uh to create this enriched ecosystem within the federal government uh, yeah. of 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 better utilization better uh you know data um uh, um, uh responsible uh, responsibility and stewardship and so on so i think it's a collective responsibility and to your point about sort of what's the, what is a future whole like uh, you know and 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 so on i think it is just incredibly rich with insights that we are going to gleam because we can now responsibly share data, you know, across the federal government, across different levels of government in ways that we have, we haven't even imagined. The kinds of things that we're doing with the province of British Columbia to understand labor market trends and education, because we can now link data sets while protecting, you know, privacy and, and, and confidentiality. Um, these are the kinds of insights that we would have never been able to do without that, that partnership model. The kinds of things that we're doing with Saskatchewan on recidivism and, and indigenous populations and what some of the models are of interventions that would perhaps address some of these long held issues, uh, you know, are, are, are really fascinating. The kind of work that we've done on opioids and looking at data of people that have uh, unfortunately passed away, but when you start to, you know, trace their histories back by linking justice and health data and so on, you get a much, much richer portrait, if you like, of, of you know, people who are leaving a digital trace, even while, you know, they've lost their lives. So they can serve as illustrative examples to save, you know, uh, more lives by better policy interventions and so on. So um, I think we're just at the cusp of insights, that we never had before, so that policymakers can then understand better what are the levers they have and actually be able to measure the, uh, you know, the the the, um, the the if you like the impact of their interventions. Uh, and and you know, I think you know similar kinds of things are available on the uh, uh, you know to us on the regulatory side of things. I mean, you know, the data streams that we're getting now by having animals being you know uh, Im- you know implanted with a chip by you know mm. when they're born. We have everything about as a society. Um, you know, what if we were to use that data to, you know, create a competitive edge for Canadian producers, uh, in the international markets to showing us as being responsible producers of, of products and, and, and so on. So I think we're just at the cusp. Uh, other countries, I would say, are, are leading in some sense. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I believe that Canada can be, a uh, a true leader on on these domains and i think it starts with you know the federal government uh working collaboratively uh you know to try and harness these kinds of advantages and so statistics canada is a small part of enriching yeah. that ecosystem and so certainly you know my commitment is that we'll be there to help uh while we uh you know uh are are doing our our kind of business of providing those insights you know through that uh, as i said responsible use of data
1: it's very interesting how uh a lot of the conversations today Keep coming back to uh, this is all about the the various perspectives and the collaboration. We had a previous guest who said it's not a government problem; it's a governance problem. Well, look, it's, it's about an opportunity. How we work? Well, yes. Yeah. Or, or and, and,
0: you know, it's a, it's a full contact sport, yeah. as I say, but it's also a team sport. You know, data <laughs> are right. data are powerful. Information is powerful. You know, people define their worth by you know what insights or what data they put out. So yeah. I get it. I, I get it that on the you know these are these conflicting kinds of things. You know, on the one hand. There's an innate desire to, you know, uh, uh, to distinguish and separate using information and so on. On the other hand, there's this innate desire to, you know, collaborate and share, uh, and, 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 you know, bring greater insights. Well, guess what? You know, welcome to the messy world. That's uh, right. <laughs> that, you know, these things have to coexist. Um, my aim, as I said, as an institute, leader of an institution that's just uh, amazing is how do we do it in a way that we have quality embedded in it that, you know, we don't do, uh, you know, damage to, you know, by, by thinking the data is saying yeah. something Else when it means something else. So that expertise, you know, in things that, you know, most people may not necessarily sort of think about as, you know, perhaps the most you know, sexy part of this whole business uh, is really the most important part of this business. You know, that that how do you classify data? How do you make sure that you know about the biases? What are the metadata? What are the restrictions? There's no sense in mixing up two data sources, um, you know, when one is only for adults and the other one's the entire population, thinking that it's representing the same thing, right? So those are the kinds of things that we we need to avoid. Um, and that's only going to happen because we're going to get better at asking the right questions at having the infrastructure and having the expertise to, you know, to do well with it. So... You know, as, you, as I said earlier, you know, the data is going to explode, but also the use of that data through, you know, machine learning and artificial intelligence, because yeah, they are voracious eaters, if you like, yeah. of, of of data. The more you push in them, the better, right? Well, if you don't know the characteristics or the limitations of that data, we could actually come out of there, uh, uh, you know, with, with erroneous kinds of results. And we certainly don't want to do that.
1: Oh, that's right. I'm still stuck on thinking of your original statistic where you're saying that, you know, 90% of the data we have available today was generated in the last two years. So what we have today is only 10% of what we're going to have in two years.
0: Well, I don't know if we go yeah, on we'll that see. scale. Yeah, we'll um, see. But, you know, I, I, you know the the, the the kind of projections that have been put out there in terms of, you know, sensors and devices and so on spewing data. Now, you know, it'll be in all forms, sizes and shapes, and some of it will be very technical in nature and scientific in nature, um you know but this is you know this is you know some people think this is something that's new in the sense but it is it, what's happening is that the velocity and the volume and the veracity of this is changing um but you know the use of data in clinical trials for example to come at you know statistical models of you know the the risk and the benefit you know the harm risk benefit kind of equation uh, that's nothing new in in the scientific world using data to come at you know is this a correlation that you know uh, you know fits a statistical model or not that's nothing new so the use of responsible data in applications is is not new in itself but what we are seeing is an explosion if you like where um That use of data is disrupting old business models, uh, disrupting organizations, and it's creating new wealth. It's creating new uh, ideas and uh, and opportunities. So, so yeah, I, I do believe that we're at the cusp. Um, how much of it will be usable and how much will we be able to consume and, you know, move our society and our economies forward? Well, we'll see. I mean, those are the challenges that uh, we have to overcome, right? For sure.
1: Um I have one small question that uh Val- Valeria Sosa who's normally my co-host but is yep. on uh, on leave right now uh sent along and she specifically was curious about your role uh as a deputy minister deputy minister level as our s- chief statistician um how what are some of the I guess best opportunities that you have to have that impact and that influence to open this space up for the people who work in your organization
0: well, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dual thing, right? So, I mean, being at the deputy tables, um, uh, uh, you know, certainly gives me, uh, the ability to open some doors, um, that, you know, perhaps others may, may struggle a bit. Uh, my ability to, you know, phone up one of my colleague deputies and, you know, have a conversation about a collaborative partnership and so on. To, you know, see how we can share, um, uh, you know, from data to, to you, yeah. whatever have you is something that is a, a privilege. Um, uh, but it's, it's, it goes with a huge responsibility, you know. So how do we do it in a way that respects, you know, um, the utility, the privacy? You know, we, we, we want to be very, very mindful that as a, as an entire system, we clearly have you know regulatory roles. You know where uh, there is no question that you know sharing of data uh, uh, doesn't really you know uh, it has to be done with extreme extreme caution. We're not building surveillance states to the you know to to you know to some people's kind of you know um, uh, uh, kind of fears, right? I mean, we are uh, you know we are building systems that, on the one hand, you know protect that you know fundamental, if you like uh uh um, um you know expectation of citizens um, that we're not going to, you know, we're not going to use the data in in, in, in you know, ways that are unethical. Um, so I think we have an opportunity as leaders to demonstrate that we are in it only for the public good. You know, we're, we're not out there to make money. We're not out there to market. And we're not out there to kind of, you know, do things that, you know, will leave to others. Not that those are, you know, terrible goals or anything like that. But we, but we have a singular focus. You know, how do we make our society and our economy run better? And how do we have insights that, you know, policymakers and others uh, uh, you know have information uh, to use response so as a deputy you know that ability to to you know build that kind of responsible access and responsible use is something that i take very very seriously and then, yeah, absolutely. It comes with the, um, ability to move resources, to, you know, to set governance, to, uh, you know, set a particular direction and a vision. Um, and again, that comes with a, it's, it's very exciting to see when, you know, your vision and your idea starts to shake, take shape and it yeah. starts to have some resonance and people feel, yeah, it's valued. Um, but, you know, it comes with a, it, with a deep sense, uh, of, of responsibility because, you know, change and change management can be quite stressful, uh, you know, to to, to, people. So how do you, as a leader, you know, uh, ensure that an organization, you know, sees, uh, that, you know, w- w- we will work together. We're there to make sure, you know, that they have the resources that are, that are going to be needed to make that change. Um, that they have a supportive culture, you know, that when ideas germinate, you know, we're there as, uh, an organization working together as colleagues to see if we can get the best out of that and remove the obstacles out of the way rather than to, you know, to, to kill the idea. So, like I said, it's a, yeah, yeah, it, being a deputy, you know, has, has certain sort of advantages uh, and that role comes with it, but it also has equally uh, a huge set of responsibilities. So yeah. it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's a dual responsibility that I certainly take seriously. And I know, uh, you know, my colleagues take very seriously as well. So we're working, you know, so when we think, think about things like the data strategy for the federal government and, uh, you know, and we build it together uh, it's, you know, it is something that as a community we take seriously uh, as leaders, uh, and And we are committed to you know making sure that it's uh, carried out in a responsible way.
1: It's interesting to think that a lot of people at the working level who want to push and work in that innovation space see themselves as requiring the cover from their senior leaders to have the space and time that they need to do that work um, and so it was it's it's very interesting to see it from the other side and I can see that it would be very uh very anchored in that
2: you Look, know that uh, the, the, that
1: responsibility accountability yeah. of of making it work and yeah. you know ensuring that the people working for you are, you
0: are know, able I, to do that you know i i think most deputies would 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 agree with the comment that you know we own everything you know we own the we own if you like the you know the 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 kind of actions of our, our of our departments yes we know that there's a ministerial accountability and and in 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 our kind of parliamentary system there's accountabilities that we have to respect but we deputies uh, you know and heads of organizations take those responsibilities very very seriously so you know it's it's you know we we don't want to take stupid risks you know you know what i mean like you know but on the other hand uh, we want to take intelligent risks we want to we know that failure is always a is this something that we have to be mindful of? <clears throat> we need to make sure that those failures don't end up hurting anybody. Um, and that, you know, we are transparent and that we build the trust with citizens, with our colleagues across. Um, so, you know, that, that role of the deputy can sometimes be a bit, uh, lonely and challenging. And, and sometimes you have to kind of shoulder, uh, you know, when things don't go, uh, exactly as, as planned. But I think most Canadians, you know, would like us to take intelligent risks to kind of move uh, you know, the R sticks for because they know that Canada, you know, isn't where it is because we just kind of sat and, and, and did nothing. Um, so I, I think most Canadians would be fine if, as long as we're transparent about things that we tried, you know, when they worked out and when they didn't, and that, you know, we're, 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 we're acting responsibly and that we're learning from those failures. So yeah, being the head of an organization, you know, comes with it. Um, you know, some of those special, if you like, responsibilities. And we're always trying to say, how do we, kind of inculcate that uh, culture and, you know, through the public service, through our in- individual areas. And I think we're doing a, you know, this is exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to say build partnerships, understand some of the limitations, you know, build some of the mechanisms to better manage risk, um, and use response, use resources and data. Um, that you know citizens uh have given us with the kind of care uh, uh you know uh, that that they deserve and i and I think by and large an organization like ours, for example, this is what we do. we trade in privacy right we take a little bit of data you know turn it into insights, and then we you know lock it down you yeah. know so so this is something that you know we're we're quite comfortable doing there 's a law that prevents us from you know mis abusing it and so on um so those you know those responsibilities of access come with. Real legal obligations of, of protection. So those responsibilities have to be inherent uh and that culture has to be propagated, you know, by the most senior levels. So thank you.
1: Maybe um I think we just have a couple minutes left. Uh sure. but I was wondering if there was, you know, maybe one file or something that you guys are working on that you just love and you wanted to tell us a little bit about or give us maybe a sneak peek for next year's census on something that'll be new or interesting something you want to, or piece of advice you want to leave us with?
0: Yeah. I mean, there are so <laughs> many innovative projects that are uh, currently underway. Um, you know, um, uh, you know, most people have heard about our, Cannabis crowdsourcing and the use of wastewater to get at legal versus illegal, you know, uh, portions, if you like, of cannabis consumption in, in 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 different parts of the country. If you haven't, you know, you, you might want to go to our website and have a look. We regularly now produce statistics on 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 this using these kinds of new methods. But uh, you know, another area that we've been working on is, you know, how do we collect the the, the vast amount of information. That we get from agricultural operators without, um, uh, ultimately our goal is to produce the same, if not better quality and detail of information without asking a single question of, of, uh, of farmers. Mm. So we're using satellite imagery, which now is so good um uh the resolution is such that we can actually differentiate the crop that is being um uh, uh you know planted by uh, uh by farmers and what the yields are we can calculate them using you know satellite imagery and working with the you know crop insurance uh companies uh and we're trying to you know build this win-win kind of um uh you know partnerships we're doing work with our colleagues at CFIA to uh, and the Pork council to say okay what 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 can we do to Kind of you know a track if you like the piglet all the way to uh, you know the, the the market, so you yeah. know we have a sense of sort of what you know what what that might offer from a health and safety perspective uh, and a regulatory and a competitiveness kind of perspective. so these are these are you know um, through these kind of collaborative things we're getting better statistics uh, out to real users and clients, which then can have a positive impact. Uh, on, on the industry, um, but it's also bringing us closer together as public servants and colleagues and saying, you know, how can we get, you know, how, how can we kind of build those, if you like, um, that expertise and, you know, be more responsibly uh, using data that we've got, which is essentially siloed and locked away. And so we're saying, okay, how, how do we work horizontally so that we can create greater value, new ways of doing things, innovative ways of uh, bringing greater value to Canadians?
1: Wonderful. Great. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks. you.
2: You've been listening to Innovate on Demand, brought to you by the Canada School of Public Service. Our music is by Grapes. I'm Todd Lyons, producer of this series. Thank you for listening.